Go. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Just Chat's Just Chat episode 16. Um, and it's a nation series episode where we are hosting very special guests all the way from the States, from Los Angeles. Um, Ron Del Barrio. He is a professional uh, PGA coach. Um, we I, I first saw him on, on Golf in Your State's Instagram. Uh, Matt Cardis really enjoyed what he had to say. Thought he was a really cool guy. We invited him on and he was, he was very willing. So, yeah, Ron, how are you doing? Fantastic. How are you doing today, Mitch? Yeah, absolutely awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for, for coming on. Thank you for having me. No, awesome. So, so the, the way I like to start this thing, Ron, is just so that the audience can really get to know you a bit better from my side and, and also from, from your audience as well. Um, mm -hmm. What I want to know is, Ron, give us your origin story, where you're from, um, and, but most importantly, how did you get into golf? Uh, well, I'm originally from Los Angeles, uh, okay. born and raised, and uh, I was not even close to becoming a golfer because it was not hip back in the uh, early 80s. And so uh, I was a Los Angeles City Fire Department paramedic at, at a very young age, at 18 years old. And, you know, I couldn't even grow a mustache back then, but I wanted <laughs> to be just like one of the men, and they all golfed. So I took it up, and I was going to be just as good as those folks. And then, uh, you know, after seeing, touching, and smelling things for five years that I don't think any 18-year-old should ever see, <laughs> I quit that. And I'm telling you guys, it's just like, you know, you, you don't got the mental scruples to see and do what I was doing. So uh, within five years, I quit the department and turned pro. <laughs> How crazy is that? No, that is, that, that's quite the shift. And, 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 and oh, back absolutely. then when you grew up with golf, was there, a, was there a stigma with the game that was for the, the rich and elite? Oh, it was just automatic that you had to wear really goofy fucking clothes. Number one, you had to be either have silver hair, weight, and bored. I mean, it's like watching grass grow. And that's kind of sometimes I feel like some of the youngins still kind of think that golf is that way. I mean, just Tiger changed back in the day, and it's still being changed. But it, it, in the States, it's still kind of like, you know, well, we're going to play squash with Biff and Tad, that kind of, you know what I mean? It's like a little oh, stuffy stuff. No, absolutely. Especially in Los Angeles, I found the um, the the sort of the the country club mentality is is it is it large, isn't it? There's there's so many country clubs it, that cost what millions of dollars to to be a part of. Absolutely, and and you know, there's even a competition between the country clubs. Like you know, sadly uh, in this day and age, they still have the Jewish country clubs, and you know, they have 13 Gentiles or the Gentile country clubs. They've got 13 members of Jewish, so it's still kind of like you know, my I'm better than yours, yours is better than is that kind of attitude, okay. which is horrible, but uh, it's competitive. No, absolutely, and those and those about millions to do it, you know. No, absolutely, and so I mean, given your sort of career in LA, how have you managed to sort of navigate your way and sort of attract people to the game whilst keeping real to yourself and being authentic and trying to promote? accessibility in in quite a, a tough region it seems well you know it, it's it's interesting that uh when you have something that somebody wants that breaks down a lot of barriers i'm first of all i'm definitely not the average golf instructor i mean i've got tattoos everywhere um <laughs> i don't uh, hold, bite my tongue uh, i certainly do not look like a golf pro especially you know i was in the u.s open qualifier in 92 and uh, after the first round upstairs taking a shower the guy I looked at me. A member said, "Hey, the caddy showers are downstairs." Until he saw me on the, until he saw me on the tee about an hour later, and I was leading by a shot. So I love that go in your face kind of stuff, yeah, you kidding. know. <laughs> so, uh, and so, regardless of of you know the the level that you are, either monetarily or or, or uh, you know the position that you have in society, golf breaks all that stuff down. So you know, my first professional sponsor was Smokey Robinson, the singer, and. Wow. You know, he was like, he's the same thing. He's like, golf needs to be, 
it needs to grow. We got to, you know, change these things. And so that mentality amongst golfers is pretty, pretty steady still, which is fantastic. But uh, when you have that, you know, I go to a country club and yes, I'm completely the opposite of the norm and I don't give a fuck. No, exactly. And they still want me. Beautiful. And they still want me. That's perfect. That's that's what that's what it needs. I mean, I was having a discussion with a gentleman um, who's a member of the golf club that I work at just yesterday, um, and uh, he's also a member of a club down the road. And he was saying just the differences between clubs just in the northeast of England, which is where we're from, Ron. He said one club will, will let you just wear whatever the hell you want, flip flop shorts and and a cap on your head, whereas another club would actually stuff their nose up. Still, and it still exists in in certain clubs, and it's it, it's about time they change. But to be honest, Ron, they're they're the clubs that are going to fall behind in this economic like yeah, climate at the it, moment. Yeah, it's, it's almost like the marks correcting itself in that. Um, the golf clubs can't afford to be picky anymore. No. Like they, they, they need the custom, they need the, they need the footfall, they need as many people from as many backgrounds and places as they can. So they need to start with breaking down that mental barrier, right? Oh, for sure. And 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 a perfect example is what you just uh, said. There's country clubs still in Los Angeles that they'll come out to the golf course if your shirt is untucked and, and have you tuck it back in. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, it's that. Oh, oh, oh no, no. no it, There'll be a member that's playing behind you, and 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 they'll call the pro shop. This, this guy's got a shirt on top. Yeah. And, but like you said, now the older folks are passing on, and it's becoming younger. There's a great country club out here called Lakeside Country Club. It's phenomenal. Everybody's a member there. The average age, instead of being 110, is like 45. So that's kind of pushing all that stuff out, which is great. You know, uh, you still have to have the integrity of the game and and the respect for it, but enough's enough already please right it's, yeah it's like crazy. Just, just just let go of let, let go of that sort of snobbery like there's, there's no space for it anymore absolutely no no especially uh, that the younger generation is now finding golf it, it it is going to change whether the snooty country clubs like it or not and if they don't conform then they're the ones that are going to be passed up no exactly man it, it, i guess I've, I've been out to la several times just 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 on holiday um, I, and I, I played the, is it Roosevelt? Is it the nine-hole course just up near the Quick yeah. Theater? I played that. Yes. Is, is there many sort of municipal facilities in LA like that, that sort of, you know, young people can go and start golf at? Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, where I teach is uh, Weddington Golf and Tennis. It's in the San Fernando Valley, just about 20 minutes from Roosevelt. It's a par three, nine-hole course, a mat range, and it's, you know, show up as long as you're not naked, come out, have a good time, <laughs> have some fun, it's involved. You know, and that's what's really great about. And this is the place that all the celebrities I teach come to because it's right around the corner from all the studios. So nobody gives a crap who you are, what you look like. Just have a good time, and that's that's what it should be. And, it, and it's starting to to look like it's in that trend. Yeah, I, I noticed obviously when when you when you when you hung out with Mark Artis and um, yeah, I looked and I was like, I, I loved it. I was like, that's exactly what I want to see. Um, especially with a guy like Matt as well. He seems I've never never met him or anything, but he seems like a really down to earth guy. And he's got quite a, he's got quite a big audience and a very connected audience. And he's willing just to go anywhere to enjoy the game. And it's 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 that sort of raw beauty that I think we need to spread. Absolutely. And when I met Matt, which was a couple of months ago at Melbourne Golf, which is another great spot that's kind of promoting exactly what you guys are doing, uh, phenomenal. Um, Matt, I looked at this cat and I said, holy shit, I would love to do what he does. And then yeah. a second later, I, I, I told myself, no, I'm just lying to myself. I don't have the balls to do that. But <laughs> that's he really, I mean, he, what a great thing he's doing. And, and that's 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 what dropped, drew me into this. It's like, wow. I mean, people are actually seeing golf now from a better perspective than when I started golf. Yeah, exactly. And those that are passionate about it now have a voice through, obviously, through the internet. So that, again, it's, it's, it's perfect. Um, 
the more we can connect with like-minded people, the better for our game. I know you mentioned about Melbourne Golf. I saw, is it Stephen Melbourne commented on your, your post earlier? Do, do you know him? Oh, yes, I know him. And uh, yeah, I'll tell you, his They're, his they're brand, a really cool um, brand. I, I, I love what the, those guys are doing. Really love it. it it's phenomenal. And uh, I'm, I'm teaching over there uh, in between this spot and there just because I had – he asked me to jump on, and of course, I, I did with both feet. I mean, that just his place comes. There's people coming and going 24 seven. I'm not. I'm not surprised that they, they do things so so well. They're so clever about it. I, I know he's obviously got a. Um, I listened to a podcast that he did with somebody else. I, I, I saw that he had sort of a brand background, a creative background, and that that mix yeah. with his sort of perspective on golf and creating a brand born from that was it's genius. It, it's working so well. Yeah, and, and, and he's bringing in that uh, – and again, look, I'm 53, so, you know, the, the ships hasn't sailed completely. But uh, the, the, the youth of today, the social media, that what it is, he's really, really bringing so much into it. And, and that's what made me want to jump into his bandwagon. Uh, and it's a, it's, a great, it's a great gig over there. No, it is. Do you, sort of, do you coach on the simulator over there or – Yes. Okay. Yeah, so what, what I'll do is, um, you know, he's got his uh, – his thing going on in the stop in the shop there he's got this great little putting green he just put up in the back nice. uh, of the shop and it just it's right on fairfax i mean in the middle of hollywood there's a, a golf spot which is like it's never happened and so people are like what golf they walk in there and all of a sudden they're dropping a thousand bucks on a pair of shoes it's fantastic <laughs> no I, I, yeah, so I've seen it, yeah. sorry i interrupted you there Ron. go ahead no 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 he just he, uh, he could sell ice to an eskimo i don't know how he does it but he just <laughs> boom he does it it's well, I, fantastic. That's awesome. I've saw they do um they do they do quite a lot of collaborations with sort of the likes of Nike and Callaway and you know, it, it looks Let me tell you, I, I, I don't even know how this is possible that he's got these major companies throwing him money to be a part of his gig. And the way he explained it to me, which is fascinating, is followers equals currency. Uh and and you know, I, I didn't quite get it. In two thousand eight I have a bunch of uh posted a bunch of videos on YouTube. And I got a little over 5.2 million views. Had I known wow. back then that you could monetize things and you could do this and that, wow, how amazing is that? But it's never too late to start, so I'm going to start doing another set, filming it at Melbourne, to hopefully get on that bandwagon. Yeah, man, it, yeah, you're right. It's, 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 it's not too late at all. Like you say, if you've got something to give, you know, if you've got an authentic sort of intent um, and you've got value to bring to a community, then then it's perfect. That's all you really need right. to and, start with, and then, then it goes from there. And my whole intention of the videos that I posted, I wasn't selling anything. Matter of fact, I didn't have any openings for lessons. I just wanted to give back, and this was just my method of here. This is what you know. I teach. Try this, this, and that. you know. There's 13 or 14 videos. They're still on YouTube, but to, for not selling a single thing, just hopefully to reach one more person to try golf. No, that, that's that's absolutely fantastic. And then opportunities spring up because of that. Brands will start wanting to work with you because of because of how you're perceived and, and the impact you have on the on the golf and community as well. Well, I'm just excited that, yeah, that keep it, there keep it are going. like-minded people. No, it's, you know, no, yeah. like-minded people like you guys. <laughs> oh, for sure, fantastic, hundred yeah, um, percent. I, I guess it, I, I know you mentioned before your your passion is obviously on on growing the game and and bringing value to as many people as, as you can. Um, but I can't help but talk to you about your um your 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 very sort of famous list of uh, list of clients. How how did how did that all start? And um, and, t- and tell me a bit about that. Yeah. Well, I could t- I'll tell you that. Um, it started, there was a character actor out here in the States, his name, uh, David Leisure, it was Joe Azuzu. He had like a campaign for selling Azuzu trucks. Okay. And one guy, you know, he turns me on to another guy, Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. Yeah. 
that was a and let me tell you about that clusterfuck that was a year i probably still don't remember uh, <laughs> did you get trucked I into mean, the bad stuff let me tell you something uh to this day if you ask tommy lee if you want to hang out with del bar he said no nobody can hang out with me because i'll put them all to shame <laughs> To have a rock star say that to anybody, like, no, I can't even hang with Del Bar. You know, it's a lot of fun. But so I got the reputation of working with these guys. But the, the biggest thing that brought more of them on is, and I'm not going to say anything on this radio show ever. Um, <laughs> the things that I've done and seen with every celebrity that you guys got that list, uh, they want me to come back because they know I will not uh, kiss and tell yeah. ever. And I've got stories, boys, that'll, the hair on your neck will stand up if I told you some of this stuff. But, so that. Yeah, you know what I mean. You guys are good guy. Right? Forget about it. I mean, nine years with him. And let me tell you something. Thank God I didn't catch a cold. Awesome. Anyways, um, so oh, I, you know, uh, the reputation of keeping your mouth shut also goes a long way. <laughs> you know, no, what I, mean? I, I, I was saying that to Mickey before. It, it seems like in any of these sort of um, professions, like a, a golf coach or a fitness instructor, one person seems to get the gig for the whole of Hollywood because there's, there's a certain level of trust for that person. Well, that's yeah, it. Exactly. Oh, for sure, for sure. And the thing is, is, is you know. Uh, even though they lose their anonymity when you are working with them, even if it's in private, you know, you have the right to sell a story. I had a guy come up to me a couple of years ago with a, a suitcase of 10,000 cash with a picture of Stallone and I, with, uh, we were in Cancun beach and two topless ladies, uh, just standing over us. I don't, know, I don't know where the hell this camera was. So the guy says, Hey, here's 10 grand. Give me the story on this. And now the first thing that pops oh up in my, my mind God. is like, fuck as fucking slice testing me or something yeah yeah but uh yeah. turns out that he wasn't i you know i that guy was very lucky to leave there walking out yeah. that's what people do in la that's... you know the, the, the paparazzi is very real and they wanted all the dirt i just don't do that that's insane amount of money you know? as well like it's it's crazy like how much a story like that is actually worth like you say so that just puts an even bigger level of trust on your shoulders i suppose which is it's really admirable. it's really admirable i'll tell you there used to be a magazine i wrote for it called maximum golf rupert murdoch owned it this was oh, in the early man. 2000s and uh you know i wrote a lot of stories of the, the times i spent with these celebrities but the number one thing is i always sent the story to the celebrity i was writing it first let them have the the, the thumbs up yeah, or not sanitize and it over, uh yeah. Yeah, let them, you know, if they don't want me sending that that article in, I'm not doing it because that's my loyalty and legacy. But I did have somebody come up to me with an absorbent amount of money because he did have the goods on me on something. <laughs> and I still wouldn't, I still wouldn't bet, sell the farm. But because it's just, you know, the amount of money that I can make tomorrow is ridiculous. But I'd find myself in the hole in the desert in Las Vegas. Yeah. I'd be done. You know what yeah, I mean? So, so yeah. nothing's worth it. And you lose that legacy that you're so passionate about building. That's 30 years of commitment to not only my profession, but to protecting the, the integrity of those folks that, that trust me. Yeah, no, totally. And that, commitment to having yeah. a, an absolutely unreal time as well. <laughs> you know how to mix golf oh, and legend, I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised I still have a kidney and a liver and everything else in my body. It sounds like we need to come party with you, Ron. I'm not going to lie. We'll be over in you LA in the near future. We'll come see I, you. I'll, this podcast... <laughs> We're, we're going to have a chat, gentlemen. I'll say anything, but not on the media. Yeah, I'll course. tell you, you guys are about to have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, looking yeah, forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. That's funny. <laughs> oh, God, this is hilarious. Um, and I, I guess another sort of thing I wanted to touch on with you, Ron, because of obviously the where you are, the impact you can have on your local community. Just as sort of a shout out to people who haven't played golf before, haven't picked up a club. What is the, if, if, some, if a little kid, if a 12 year old, he is this. He's never played golf before. What advice have you got for him to take up golf in LA? What can he do? What's the cheapest way to do it? What's the most real way? Like, where can he go? 
Well, uh, you know, again, like the Roosevelt Golf Course that you had uh, played, yeah. uh, my place at Studio City, uh, courses like this, they rent the clubs, they, uh, you know, you just get the balls. At that young age, um, I try and stay away from the parent that's pushing the kid, mm -hmm. you know, that, yeah. uh, that want to be the, the Earl Woods, uh, uh, oh, you know, God, if the yeah. kids are into it. And, you know, yeah, that's, that is just, that's not a fun thing to deal no. with. But if the kids are into it, you know, uh, I'll, I don't uh, deter myself from teaching any junior at all by, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I, I think there's really great instructions for juniors and, and they shouldn't have too much instruction because that's a turnoff, you know, yeah. uh, let them go for it. Let them have some, some little, just small basics that they can go out there and have fun. Number one, if it's having fun, if, if the dad's over there, no, you're doing it wrong. And this and that, yeah. you know, that's just going to push the kid away. It's, it's swing as hard as you want to and try and hit that barrel and you get a bowl of split pea and ham, whatever, just, it's gotta be something that is exciting for the kid to come back out, you know? So yeah. all of these places, the public places in LA, at least they're very kid friendly, which I'm thankful for that. Awesome. And you, you raised a really interesting point before that I want to dive into the, the narrative of, of parenting in not just in golf, but, but in sport in general, like how suffocating can it be for, for a child to have a, have a really intense mother or father that tries to dictate their every move. I mean, it's, it's, it's mad, you, isn't it? How, how sort of life know, it is in sort of likes of tennis and golf, especially. The best example I can give you is uh, I taught Anthony Kim from the age of eight no to way. about 13. Yeah. Yeah. At, at this little podunk tin cup range that I teach at that Matt Carter's was here. Really? And wow. his, yeah, his parents um, would drop him off at the age of, I don't know, eight or nine, with a $20 bill at 7 a.m. and come pick him up at 8 o'clock at night. And, you know, literally nothing but golf. They got him a house in Palm Desert at 15 on the ninth hole of whatever course. And it was just down his throat, down, down. Now, he obviously made the tour and did what he did, but he's no longer playing golf. And I don't know how much of that had to do with just being shoved down his throat. Yeah. I mean, there's other situations as well there. But, I, I, you know, I see it so often that it's a turnoff to these kids, even the talented kids that, you know, enjoy it and all of a sudden it's like well dad and mom are mad at me so yeah. that, you know that's yeah. it's a shame it becomes a passion as opposed sorry it becomes a job as opposed to a passion yeah that, correct yeah. correct and it's no longer fun you're absolutely right yeah it's, it's when the parents try and live their lives vicariously through the children that really sort of messes with them right because because they want to rebel they, they want to tell them to, to blatantly fuck off so they yeah. just sack they, the golf off and right. do what, yeah do what they want to do um, exactly and, and it's sad yes no I, for I, sure I, absolutely and what do you think, Rob, what do you think the game specifically lacks now from a, not on tour, from a sort of a, a masses perspective? What, that, what, that what it, does the game that, need in your, in, in, your, in your opinion? It needs to get, the, the, the message has to go out there that there are places that you can come to that you don't have to have the dress code. You don't have mm -hmm. to, uh, I mean, there's so many great little spots. It, it, the message just needs to get out to the population, the public that, hey, it's, just not for country clubs or the elite. Uh, it still needs to be grown that way from the grassroots, I believe. Well, you know, yeah, hundred uh, uh, percent. Exactly. And that's really what it is. And, and breaking that stereotype down, I think, like we when we spoke on DM very briefly, there's so much to enjoy about the game, right? It's it's not just about being being a good golfer. There's so much to it. Like I said, I, I can find myself playing a shot uh, before I hit the ball. I'll, I'll see a view and I'll just stop and just take it in. And be like, fuck, golf is golf's fucking amazing. Like. And then, but then the next hole, the next hole, I'm joking around, shaking a few balls and having a good time. Like there's so much to be gained from, from playing golf. Exactly. And, and it, and it has to be, I think it has to be approached and, and yes, the rules are the rules and the integrity of that, but it has to, we have yeah. to find a way to make it more enjoyable. Um, 
for the youth and and even for, for the you know the teens and the twenties. You know, something has to change. The idea of your nine holes uh, tournament with plus the skills challenge. I've never heard of that. That's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. No, that, 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 that was the the base of our thinking was like. Well, like let, let's start with the obvious. Why don't people take play golf? Because it takes fucking four and a half hours. That's why. <laughs> so, right. so, so, so let, <laughs> right. let, let, let's promote nine hole golf for a start, um, and, and see and see where we go. Um, the, the other the other sort of the, the other sort of benefits of the the skill based games that I've, that I think we'll bring is number one, it's going to promote feel. We've got like a big lob wall. We're going to get people to lob a ball over a wall. They're not going to get instructed. It could be a beginner golf. It could be an expert golfer. Either way, they're just gonna have to use it, what they feel natural to them to get the ball over the wall. We're gonna have little, little sort of um, challenges that are gonna promote the, those sort of natural feel skills that we talk about. Um, and again, there's gonna be music blasting the whole time. There's gonna be a shit ton of alcohol, yeah. as much food as you can as you can eat. And we're just trying to promote having a good time and trying to promote the idea that sort of the people at the top who own golf courses, committees, um, etc., just need to loosen the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly that literally is exact i mean i wasn't able to even think of putting it in those words and that's you hit the nail on the head for sure that literally is what's going to change golf and 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 to get the message out of what you're doing is is everything because if you can get it to the masses the way you just said it to me i mean i shit i want to be a kid right now <laughs> well <laughs> I, mean, I mean that's I, yeah that's that's why we're doing this podcast we we're actually in the middle of editing two youtube videos and um, we we've done our first set of footage for the love wall um hopefully that's going to be out oh, later God. on this evening ron um so we will send you a link to that post uh, so you can see it everybody else listening there is going to be a link it's all on the instagram you know where it is um but yeah ron it'd be interesting to get your take on it actually and see, see what you're really thinking um and yeah because Stephen malbon guys like that uh, are also in the exact same mindset i mean i i will share it with them he'll share it with his i mean this is how it needs to happen just to just to get it out there because it's it's exciting now no, i mean basically obviously we're from northeast of england and the winters can be quite brutal and courses can be quite unplayable so it, it definitely a plan for, for, from a business perspective is to come out to la and run, run some events so i mean that that's would be very interesting 100 percent. well i'll tell you i'll if that's the case and you guys are definitely coming out here not only will uh make things happen out here i'll share some really good stories with you guys uh, <laughs> in person only yeah, person yeah only. that's cool that's cool <laughs> no that's no, also really, really oh, looking forward to it. yeah and, and, and what we talked before about the uh about loosening up we're going to be doing some um some pretty cool content this summer i'm going to go to some posh course in scotland but i'm just going to wear a t-shirt uh, flip flops and shorts and try and play. Let's see what happens. And see what. Oh, happens. please tell me you're bringing a, a, like a film crew to do that. Please tell me you're doing that. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm bringing cameras and good edit a full video of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for oh, a little bit of confrontation, but hopefully not too much. I want it to the point where, where it gives me hope that there's enough people at these sort of posh establishments that think, oh, it's fine. He loves golf. He's not going to hurt anyone. Let him play. But I'm also hoping to have those conversations with people who I think need to change of perspective. Um, yeah, so and, it and, be and that's. See, I'll tell you, there's no better feeling that I have walking into a, a country club that I've not been to before. And I wear the, the Jay Lindeberg stuff, which is really short sleeve, so all my tats show. And when I walk into looks, oh, my God, I love the hatred I get to look <laughs> yes. like until, they, until I get on the first tee. And it's like, oh, how about fuck you now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the fun I get out of it. It's like, oh, who's this fucking idiot? And then, you know, let's go ahead and play a couple thousand five ways. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> that's awesome. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Do you, um, I love the shock, the shock stuff. I love it. Do you, do you play competitively at all? Uh, not anymore. No, I okay. I used to play back in the day, but you know what? 
I got to be honest with you, after the last couple of years working with Jesper, like I got the juices again. So I might sneak out and try and do a couple of qualifiers this year, nice. you know, because now it's like, I, you know, this last week working with him uh, and every name on the planet that's to the right of me, to the left of me, I'm like, wait a second, they don't hit it fucking better than me. What the, what's going on here? Of course, they have the brain and they can putt, but anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, but look, yeah, yeah, you know, so I'm getting into it a little bit now. <laughs> no, that's also, I've, obviously, nope. I've been watching watching your content. You're obviously looking looking great shape and that's, that, that becomes such a competitive advantage once you enter the Champions Tour sort of era. Whoever can stay the fittest the longest tends to win. Look at Bernard, Bernard Lang. I mean, one absolute oh, yeah. OG. Like, how, how is Absolutely. he still doing what he's doing? Now, here's what's crazy. He was supposed to play last week in the Hogue Classic, and he has he just has the worst injury that any golfer can have. It's called an intercostal cartilage tear. Oh, and rich. that's the cartilage between your ribs. He's out for six months minimum if he really tore it, which is, you know, you, you can be you can be an underwater snorkel farter and get a tear like that, and you're done. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's an injury you don't want. And it's not just golf, but you get one of those, and, and I feel bad for the guy because I don't know how severe it is, but uh, that guy stays in shape. And I'll tell you one thing. Jesper Parnovic uh, is just a complete beast. Like, he'll hit for 10 hours, uh, and I'll tell him, I'm going to the, uh, the the room, take a shower, I'll meet you at dinner. And he says, I'm going to the gym for two hours, I'll meet you at dinner. I mean, these yeah. guys are that good and they're that serious. He's got that winning mentality. I mean, I, I guess just before we go into Jesper, to tell me how, how did you sort of, how would you become introduced to Jesper? How did you get working with him? What's the story? Well, uh, uh, his uh, friend and caddy, Court McCowan, who I've known for, for a million years, uh, introduced me to him in 2010. Um, and I had had an infomercial on TV throughout the world in the mid-90s. I invented like a train. Uh, and so he remembered that. And um, so... I guess Jesper was uh, just curious to a different kind of movement, and uh, I'm kind of known as the back doctor because I fix all the golfers that you know had to retire because their back is gone. My method, by the way, gentlemen, is a complete 180 from the norm, okay. just to let you know. Tell, tell uh, us about it. I mean, oh, it, uh, the head must physically move. I mean, it, uh, if the, it's all about letting the entire body work as one. The head rotates through and forward and out. I don't personally look at the ball. I haven't seen it since the Spanish Armada in 1648. <laughs> I mean, so uh, I'm definitely Annika and Duval on steroids. And uh, it's interesting, you know, if you watch DJ, he's got quite a bit of swings now. They're starting to release the head. It's just the difference of the the old school country club is the same with the old school instruction, which is just crap. I mean, they're still teaching, keep your head down, swing to one o'clock or right field. I mean, it's just so lame yeah. and, and nobody ever improves. So um, it is definitely uh, out there. But yet, all my clients, you know, I've got a pretty good success rate with my uh, the people that have been injured that had to come back, that came back. And, you know, I built quite a few uh, decent golf games uh, out of some, some college kids. So, of course, I, you know, I think I hung the moon and that's typical, <laughs> you know, but uh, uh, it, it truly is at 53 years old, you know, uh, I'm still averaging 295. How's that possible? Uh, you know, 790. It's not rocket science. And I'm certainly not fucking strong. I can tell you that. So, uh, you know, I'm just, it's a different movement. It's the same movement that you do in every other hitting and throwing sport. But golf is so backwards and still backwards to teaching the bullshit. Is it because the head's so, so heavy, right? You use the momentum of your head by any chance? Is that? Well, well, the thing is, is like, you know, if any, except for maybe darts, uh, when you're moving the body in a sport or a movement, uh, if the head is static and doesn't move, the body can't move. I mean, period. Right. So it's like, if you understand how to move your body, uh, it's it's just not tough, but it, the, the message is tough because people are like, well, I don't see them doing it or they doing it. And of course, when I bring up clips of them doing it, yeah. whoever they are, <laughs> they're a little bit more you know open to it. But uh, uh, 
again, there's, it's just, it's different. And it's all about trying to change that part for me because golf instructor, I am not a member of the PGA of America, uh, nor will I be. Um, you know, I'm not going to say anything negative about that organization, <laughs> good for them. Um, but I will say that uh, I am, I've been voted the number one instructor by the PGA, which is the Professional Goat Association. That's what the fuck I got. real accolade. It's a real fucking award. Again, that's, yeah, that's my whole thing as well. I, I don't subscribe to that part of it either because it's too uh, structured in the old school. Well, so it's, it's just different. I think that's, that's, it's an interesting you should say that because I'm not a huge golfer myself. Bro. I mean, I've played, I've got a background in golf, I work in golf, um, but... It, I am fully aware that traditions are stuck with a lot of people like we've discussed in previous topics, but now we've moved on to the topic of, of actual coaching and instruction. Um, it's never even come into my mind that that could be a part of the game that is also needs to be changed. Like you've just highlighted yourself. It makes perfect sense that every single human's different as well. You got to remember what works for one person isn't always going to work for somebody else. So it's great to hear that you have your own methods that are completely alien to other people's methods, but they still work. Yeah. There's not one, like we're not, we're not all born the same. We all have a different, for golf swing correct yes and you know what's crazy is that uh i will have anybody uh, somebody that's never swung a golf club before uh and people have thrown a ball in their once in their life or swung a bat let's say and a hundred out of a hundred times and i tell this to instructors they still don't get it if you swing a baseball bat you know and you film it the one thing i can guarantee you when somebody's trying to hit an imaginary ball with an imaginary baseball bat at the moment of contact, you're going to notice every human on the planet that their right wrist and right elbow are still bent. Yeah. But they don't think of that stuff because they're using the entire body. That is a no-no in golf. Uh, they, you know, It's been taught that baseball and golf are polar opposite, and that's bullshit. They're identical. The body moves the same way in throwing, punching, hitting. Uh, I used to surf big waves. What makes your body turn? you got to turn your fucking head for your body to go that way. You know? <laughs> yeah, so it's like, But if you keep your yeah, head still in golf, like, yeah. right. But you keep your head in st still in golf, your your pretzel, and it, it, it's just it, it it's stupid. It's like, uh, and you know, a new golfer is the best for me, a blank canvas, because if they haven't heard the bullshit, you know, they're getting good really fast. Because I teach uh, golf not from golf uh, uh, standpoint. I teach it from the things they've already done in their life, throwing a ball, hit, uh, hit their wife. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, Smoking the joints. Yeah. You know, that motion is the same. It, you know, the big muscles versus the small muscles, you know, the hands and arms and stuff. And sadly, uh, that organization that has a lot of members in it out here in America, they have like a teaching manual. And if you deviate oh. from the manual, you're, you're done. So what is that about? Yeah. I, yeah, well, so that's, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a shame for them that Instagram has come around and uh, all the guys <laughs> who want to spit some truth can and will. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, like you said before, whenever I watch golf coverage, the first thing any of the instructors who are, co who are covering the golf do, they'll draw the lines. If, if, if the guy's not driving the ball well, they'll draw a line and be like, look, his head's dipping too far below the line. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. And you know, that this whole bullshit of the track, man. I mean, uh, it, it's like you got instructors teaching a guy that says, oh, look, you know, I've really admired the. Uh, Fred couple swing my whole career. He comes into me and he says, you know, I would like to mimic couple swing. Now this guy weighs 600 pounds, looks like a couple of Freddies. Like, how <laughs> am I going to get you to even come close to that? And number one, number two, why would you want to duplicate Dustin Johnson's number on track? And that's Dustin Johnson, yeah, right? That's yeah. him. Unless you're dating Gretzky's daughter or whatever, you're not just <laughs> done. So, but people like are steered toward that. Like, uh, I've been a golf professional for 33 years, and some of the vernacular that I'm hearing on Instagram about angle tilt and this, but shit, I don't even understand it. Oh, God, yes. You know, it's, it's, some of the stuff people spew is, is so, like, 
it just makes you switch off, right? I, like, how many times do you want to hear swing path club playing? Like, oh, oh Jesus it's Christ, boring Christ, shit. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, oh. And it's just like, you know, I've, I've got folks that have some certain, like, golf vernacular uh, over the top or this. this oh, and I'll yeah, ask they them, use the same word. And they'll be like, <laughs> no. <laughs> they don't even know what it means, you know. So uh, it, I, my goal is to change that aspect of it because taking a lesson is like pulling teeth normally. You know, I want it to be so fun for folks. And, and as soon as I loosen them up a little bit, you know, because some people get intimidated. Fuck off! Let's have a good time. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, that's how I approach it. It's got to be approached like that. Otherwise, it's stuffy again. Oh, it's, it sounds like one. Like it's it just come to mind. We, we we don't throw ideas out and not follow through. Like uh, uh, what's come to mind is we need to throw an event at Wellington Golf and Tennis. Oh, 100 percent. Okay. Let me let me tell you. You you want to do that? That's a given. And if you want to look, I'll take it to a country club as well. I mean, it's ready. It's time. I mean, I got guys over at these exclusive country clubs that are like minded like you and I. We'll, 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 we'll collect and, the troops but, at but Wellington. the public aspect here, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll collect all the all the good folk at Wellington. We'll, we'll collect the troops, and we'll we'll head on down to the country clubs and go go fuck some shit up. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, the, the red coats are coming. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, but like, I love it. That, see, that energy and passion that you have and that, that we both share, we, that's why we want to get into events, because we can spread that to loads of people in person, but also we're creating shareable content online at the same time. And it's that sort of hand-to-hand combat in person and the sharing using using the internet on all, all different mediums, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, what, whatever, um, is, is what we need to do. Yeah, for sure. And that, and that was my attraction to Malbon because, like I said, I'm not going to motherfuck anybody in my profession, but I'm certainly going to lay some shit down when I film my next set of videos to get away from the typical golf instructor to make it fun. And it's so easy to understand if if they can see it video wise yeah. and uh, the, the teaching is not, uh, you know, look, it, it's all about how you get the message across and the teaching aspect has to change for sure. Cause that draws people away from the game. Once you take one lesson, like, Oh fuck, I'm not doing this. You know, my back hurts, this hurts. I'm like, you know, the, the golf pro sucks. He's an asshole. No, let's have the radio going. Come on, set some fun. Let's do this. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's gotta be, it's got to be this way. Well, fun's the, the most way. important factor by far. Like that's what number one, hundred percent. Yeah, I've always figured like anything can be made good with hot girls and drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and and but that really is where I think it needs to head uh, for sure. Just to bring in fun to the game for crying out loud. Yeah, definitely. I'm totally on that. No, absolutely. Um, and, and Ron as well for I guess for any sort of any sort of youngster playing, I know, I know we've sort of delayed it, just to sort of finish off the, the instructing part of what we've been talking about, what would you, you give them one little tip, one bit of advice that, that, a, that a kid can take to the range? Uh, I would say that in the if this is somebody that's never touched a golf club or, or yeah. you know, a beginner, you know, at, just find somebody to give you just the correct grip only. Okay. I mean, okay. The, if you don't have the correct grip in golf, there's a pretty good likelihood you're not going to improve. And, and you'd be surprised at how many people come to me and I've asked how, much, how long they've been golfing. They said 20 years and the grip is just horrendous. There's no chance. If the, anybody can get the correct grip, then go out there, swing as hard as you want. Swing, it just doesn't matter. Rip, 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 rip. Have some fun because you can't give that instruction so early on. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. That, you know yeah, what I mean? That you makes really sense. can't. It, you gotta have, yeah, because otherwise, uh, you know, multitasking, I can't even do when I'm a pro. So to have a, a, a younger person Try and have this go here, this go. Forget it. It's done. a lot. Next. Yeah, it's a lot. I've, you're, you're I've, I've had golf tuition uh, as a 14-year-old. I remember. I'm 25 now, so it was not. It was 11 years ago, but I still remember it was. It was a lot to think about then. 
Um, I imagine now as an adult, I'd probably be even more to, more difficult to focus on. <laughs> but that is what, it's funny you should say that the grip is something that I learned when I was a child. And I've that's one thing I've never forgotten. And I think that's why it's kept me. Because I still pick up clubs and I can still, I mean, Ron, I'm terrible. But I can get around a course. And I do think it, it could be I, down to the fact that I still remember how to grip the ball. Grip the club, sorry. I'll guarantee you that's the case because if, if it, it literally, um, if you can kind of, it's over the radio here, but or the phone, if you can visualize putting a ball in your palm of your hand mm -hmm. and trying to throw it versus putting a ball in your fingers, that's the difference. I mean, literally, you cannot throw a ball, any ball, tennis ball, golf ball from the palm mm. versus the fingers. If, if, that is truly how important it is. Outside of that, if you have the good grip, then, you know, it's a different story. And, and, uh, of course, as you guys know, if you have a bad grip, it'll take a year to change it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Change yeah, golf, because, but... because it feels so unnatural when you try and change it, right? When you get used to something. Exactly. So, so I would say that the suggestion I would have is to have the youngins coming out, uh, find somebody to give you uh, the proper grip, and if that's too strenuous because they want to charge you an arm and a leg, <laughs> then there's videos on on yeah. the uh, the internet that could show you the correct grip, and it's just really important. That's the number one thing I always stress. Make sure you have the, the correct grip first. Nothing else. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that, that's so good that you've just summed it up so simply as well. Because what, like I said at the start, Ron, we we can segment that out a little clip, cut a little clip, and you can post that, and that's going to go and help someone. So that, that's awesome. Thank you very much for for sharing. Oh, you with pleasure. Me. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. So it's it's. I think it's really important to start that way. And and again, uh, any other uh, progression as far as golf, if they're into it, then that's when it's time to kind of investigate, uh, you know, golf instructor, if you will. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it, it, what I want to sort of discuss now is what sort of where do you see yourself in the next sort of five years? What, what do you want to accomplish in the game, and it, it, so what are your plans in golf? I guess. Okay, my plans for sure. Uh, first of all, I make a damn good living, so I don't need to make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So I'm already good. I want to literally give away everything I can to social media to have people start in a positive way. Fantastic. So, I, I mean, I'm planning on, on filming probably five, six, eight hours of stuff, of instruction, but not the typical instruction you guys might be thinking of, as you can probably tell already. By the <laughs> yeah, interview. we got that. <laughs> so, a fun way to do it so that, you know, you can actually learn uh, different from the traditional movement because it, it's, it's all visual, you know, uh, it's not technical. And my goal is to just, of course, let's face it, fuckers, I want to get popular too. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to get that message out there that it's not rock science. I really want to give stuff out so people can have fun. Even if they never see me and never take a lesson from me, if they can go out to a range after watching a, a couple of videos and have fun, man, I just won. I'm the winner. Yeah, no, oh. uh, that makes perfect sense. And that you, you, on, you're doing the right thing. You know, we came across you via Instagram because your content is awesome. Like you're so authentic with it. And yeah, I mean that's what you're doing is is so good, Ron. Yeah, I mean you 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 are charismatic as fuck. You obviously start you obviously you're so well known within the industry, you know specifically within LA. You just keep connecting with everyone and keep doing your thing, man. You're gonna you're gonna change the game. Well, and and let's face it, gents. You know I'm my, I'm on the back nine of life. I'm 53. I've got socks older than both you guys. So you know I'd also <laughs> like to leave I'd like to leave a little legacy as well. So you know time's running out. I may be on hole 13 right now, but. You know that's that's part of the deal for me. I want to leave something uh, behind for this great game that gave me everything. That's awesome. And, and how, how did you get into contact with Matt then? Oh, so I was yeah. at Malbon Golf uh, one day, and all of a sudden this dude comes up in a Volvo with a looks like a canoe on top, <laughs> and it says "Golf in your state." And I'm like, "All right, fine, whatever." <laughs> and uh, so he walks in. There it was kind of a rainy day in LA, and and uh, you know uh, Stephen Malbon introduced us. I'm like, "Hey, so so what's your deal?" 
as soon as he tells me what he actually does for a living, I mean, my jaw dropped. I'm looking at this guy going, what in the fuck is he doing? And he plays like more golf than any touring pro on the planet. And it caught me. It's like, wait a second. This is amazing that this guy's so passionate about the game. And by the way, he's never had a lesson and he did a great job uh, building his own swing. No but idea. to, yeah, to enjoy the experience of golf and, and the scenery, that's, of course, another thing I love. It's like you could be having the worst day and then you're on a golf course, you see a couple of deer or, or you know, you look at somebody's window, they're having sex. No, I'm kidding. But whatever <laughs> it is, if it's like this is what golf's about. It's not like 100% concentration on that ball for five hours. It's like, yo, look at that mountain or, you know, just things like enjoying life. I mean, so when he started spewing up what he does, it's like I was so captivated. That I gave him, I don't know, 10, 15 hours of lessons just to be a part of his journey. Yeah. It was fantastic for me. Oh, man. I, you know, I, what a great I, story. No, I, I, I completely sort of uh, understand where you're coming from. The um, when, when I played Roosevelt, it was, well, it, it fortunately and unfortunately, it fell on 420. So you, you can imagine how that, <laughs> how, how that round, <laughs> how that round went. So we, we, we played it like, we played it like, uh, it must have been about four, half four. Um, and we smoked up a joint on the 7th. And I, I'm, I'm telling you now, the, the light was perfect. The heat was perfect. I was, some of the best views in LA are on Roosevelt, right? Um, right, of course. It, yeah, especially when I guess when you're stoned. Yeah, <laughs> took that in, and Mike, that, that that was yeah, that that, that was insane. What, what I will say is that when I took, don't you shouldn't really smoke and play golf because after I after I had a little talk, I was stood over the ball, and I thought, right, I'm okay, I've got this. Then my hands went all clammy. I was like, shit, I haven't got this. <laughs> took 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 a swing, like not even thinking about it. And next thing I know, my club's doing cartwheels into the tree. <laughs> and, I, and by the way, did you give a shit? No, I, I laughed my way off the course. <laughs> so it, it worked perfectly. You didn't give a shit any. See, it's how much fun. fun did you have? How great is that? <laughs> no, man, it was, it was, it was and the, the other thing, we, we met a really cool guy as well who went to play in his own. He's like, can I come play with you? He was like, of fucking course you can. You meet some great people playing. <laughs> you meet some awesome people playing golf. Fucking cool. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, listen, that's the great, one of the greatest stories that I always share is that uh, I was teaching this guy here at Whitsitt, uh, Alan Paulson. He owned a private jet company called Gulfstream. Okay. And then right behind him was a friend of mine that I was teaching. He was one of these rapper DJs at a local radio station. They wouldn't look at each other if they're passing each other on the street. But yet golf, the next day they were playing together at Sherwood Country Club. Yeah. That's what's great about it. Yeah, the, 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 you know? the commonality, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, right. But, uh, you know, and i tell you what, uh, I don't partake in marijuana myself, uh, but it sure sounded like you had a great time that day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed it, but I, I don't think I'll be mixing the two very uh... – very very frequently (laughs) that's hysterical but that's the thing it's like golf is not known for that that kind of fun and it needs to be no exactly exactly why i share that story exactly why i should share because i've had some of my best my my best times my biggest laughing fits on the golf course Um, right exactly i mean how much fun is that right Oh, I, I, exactly you you can come off and it's it's at times it's therapeutic i find it therapeutic honestly I love, I you know, that's the, for me, that's the pleasure I get when, when people come and they're what it's their escape from reality. So whatever it's work or relationship, this is the peace of mind that they want and they, they enjoy. And, you know, how, how blessed am I to be able to be a part of everyone's journey when it comes to that happiness? I'm just like really excited to be doing it. It's, it's, you know? it's probably why you don't give any fucks and probably why you're so charismatic and laid back because you've, you've played so much fucking golf. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'll tell you, uh, I have never in my life, I mean, I'm still learning myself. I can learn things from a 30 handicapper. And to have the pleasure of meeting so many great uh, 
this is just the the best outlet and and uh i'm gonna jump on your coattails and do whatever i can for you no get, get on board and we'll we'll help each other man that, that's that's what it's about really yeah we've got we've got, we've got the same message we've both got authentic intent and yeah well, it, well like i said to mickey it's my the reason why i'm in this is because i'm passionate about it i'm in it for the long run so i don't have any sort of yeah. short-term goals about getting rich or fit I, I i don't really give a shit about any of that i just want to go out and, and spread a, a good message and help people that's amen pal that's exactly what i'm in for seriously that's fantastic awesome no. man. what i will say at this point one i'm um i'm going to i'm going to vegas in june um on a on a lad's trip. really yeah on, on a boy's trip um we need to we need to schedule something in uh, there's no question about that. If I have to come out to Vegas, I will. But that, that's <laughs> if you have to, <laughs> you're looking for an excuse. If I'm going to have to be forced to go to Vegas, you know, I, I guess I'll put up with it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's some holes in the desert I don't want to go by. But I'll tell you this much: I'm in. No, we we we're actually we're flying in now of LAX. The reason why I said we're, we're flying into LA and oh, leaving my God. LA. So perfect. Yeah, I, I need to, I need to get myself up to Wellington for sure. Oh no no, trust me no that you that that you have to do that. You absolutely have to do that. Okay, I'm going to give you a heads up. I think it's June, June 5th to June 12th. We do... I've, I've already blocked it off my calendar. As you said. <laughs> what the whole week? <laughs> yeah, everything, every every bit of it, absolutely every single bit of it. Class, awesome. I, I guess how I want to finish the the, the actual podcast one. Um, what people are going to be interested in as as well is, I hate to go back to it. You probably get asked about it all the time, but that's the no, list. Who is the best golfer that you've taught who is the most famous? Is Stallone, oh, is it Schwarzenegger, Zach Efron, Bieber? Tell us, spill the beans. Well, okay, so the best, well, God, now I'm going to get in trouble. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Put you on the spot. Know, there, was a, there was a moment where Stallone was going to be better than absolutely everyone, like everybody. Like, we were at it nine days a week. Really? And uh, Schwarzenegger came into the picture, and Sly actually got pissed that I was teaching Schwarzenegger, so there, there was a little... Love affair there, but as far as uh, talent, Will Smith by far really is the most He's athletic as fuck, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh yeah, and plus he has a park three in his backyard. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> <what the hell? laughs> yeah. No, when he took when he takes something on, he really takes it on. But I don't know if you're familiar with an actor named Jack Wagner. No, I'm, I'm not. Uh, yeah, he he's he, this was back in the day. He's okay. kind of retired now, but uh, in the Hollywood circle, he's by far the best. Right. Um, scoring wise, yeah, he's a he's a scratch call friend, plays in a lot of the uh, the uh, celebrity deals. But um, the the best celebrity I have, lowest handicap is somewhere around the eight or the seven. You know, uh, now it depends if you're a member at Lakeside. His seven becomes a twenty because that's a gambling club, <laughs> as you guys know. So, um, so I don't know many that are close to scratch. I mean, Pete Sampras uh, is a plus one. Yeah. So, but that's to be expected. It's a similar tennis. sport, yeah. Tennis and swing. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. But uh, uh, you know the 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 celebrity aspect of, of golf is you know they don't have enough time obviously uh, to get really really yeah, good. Fair. But um, the, I, I'd say the God, that's a tough one. Joe, okay, I'll tell you what. The best golfer that I've worked with is by far Joe Pesci. Okay, right. I'll, and I'll tell you what he if, if I need a partner in any kind of gambling match, I'm playing with him because if he needs to make a birdie, he will. But if he needs to make a twenty, he'll do that as well. <laughs> Works well strategically, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, he's, no, he's, yeah, he's the best. He's a winner. By far. Oh, awesome. Yeah, no. So you know, it's it's just uh, they don't take it as serious as you know a lot of folks do. But uh, I love every second with all those guys. They're just fantastic. Oh, brilliant. Nice. And one thing I want to ask you as well, Ron, that it's completely random. So please don't let it, don't let it throw you. But when whenever I sit and I see I see pro am competitions, I see these guys, these amateurs playing on some of the world's best courses. 
how how do you get in the position to where you could go and play a pro am? Like you must. Uh, it's very very simple. You better have a lot of money. Oh, okay. That's they're, about they're, it. They're all paid in. It's, mm. That's all it is. Oh, uh, okay. You know, um, the uh, this last week here with uh, Jesper, that's at Newport Beach Country Club. Yeah. I think it was something like five thousand dollars a player to to play with a pro, if you will, and that's the Champions Tour. So you can only imagine what the Rayo Tour would be. You know. So it's for it's just about money. Well, I was hoping for a somewhat different answer, but I'll t- <laughs> I'll, I'll, t- I'll I'll take it and run with it. <laughs> hope you can, know, hope I'm, I can I'm sorry to say it. Yeah, I'm sorry to say it's all about the coin. <laughs> one, one day, one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can shame him into giving us a couple of spots, can't we? Yeah, yeah I suppose. <laughs> run a massive news article, do some podcasts about them. Just oh awesome. boy! Nah, I'll, we'll, I'll tell we'll you what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, yep. overall, look, uh, we're going to wrap up now. We, we, we've uh, we've got a busy schedule, but look, thank you so much for for taking the time. Um, it was a great first one. I want I want to do this again and again with you, man. You're 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 the real deal. Straight up. I would absolutely love to, gentlemen. Thank you so very much for having me. This was a, a great experience and it was a lot of fun. I look forward to the future and doing more. No, you're, you're you know, yeah. the, the golf world needs your charisma, passion, energy, um, yeah, in, in, in wisdom. So, so thank you. Well, I do weddings and bar mitzvahs. <laughs> I'm in. I'm anything oh, you guys have to say, I'm in. That is awesome. Wow. That okay, is Ron, look, we're awesome. going to wrap up there. But, of course, uh, we, we can have a little chat afterwards. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Thank you Fantastic. very much, Ron. Honestly, so I can't thank you enough. See you soon, bro. See thank you, you for having me, guys. Bye thank bye. you.